You're listening to Improving Business, where personal and business finance take a front row seat. I'm Brandon. And this is Rick. And today we'll be talking about how not to get ripped off through online vacation rentals like Airbnb. It's a pretty common thing these days to book vacation rentals through Airbnb or other online services. And some people are a little uneasy about sending their money and wondering if a rental will actually be waiting for them when you arrive. Um, And that's because of a lot of horror stories. Uh, Surprise! Surprise! (laughs) Uh, People are using the internet for scams. Um, Many, uh, unfortunately, have lost a lot of money and ended up like in a vacation place without a place to stay, which is terrible. Mm. And today we're going to be talking about some tips on how to protect yourself when booking your dream vacation. So last week, we said this week we were going to do a podcast on the new kind of strategic planning. But what happened is that we had a very interesting experience on trying to book our trip to Maui, Hawaii. And um, we never had used Airbnb before. And uh, we're taking everybody, (laughs) family, Mm -hmm. grandma. (laughs) Grandma's coming. That's right. And on this trip. And so we were pretty excited because people had said, oh, yeah, use Airbnb. I I actually know uh, I have a nephew that has a place in uh, San Luis Obispo where he rents out his his uh, guest house through Airbnb has been very successful in doing that. So I said, hey, why not? You know, let's give it a shot. Yeah. So we go on there and we find uh, all these great rentals. And there's a there's one or two that are really low. You know, they were they're really low Hmm. price. And so I, uh, yeah, we said, well, gosh, look at this. This is beautiful and the low price. This is a bargain. This is probably the best place we'll ever stay. So <laughs> we, we, we click on that thing, you know, to, to book it or ask for more information. And uh, the person uh, sends back a reply, but he does it not through the Airbnb site. He does it through a Gmail account. So it's a couple of red flags. You know, first yeah. red flag is, too good to be true because <laughs> I mean, it looks yeah, like a place that's such a low price. Yeah. And the second one is that, that he is sending it outside of the Airbnb procedures and their, their, their methods of communicating. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, okay, you know, if you want to book it, okay, I got your you know, number of people and stuff like that. Uh, go ahead. Uh, send me the money. How do we send the money? He wants us to send it to a, wire through a wire to a Barclays bank account in the UK. Now this guy has a place in Hawaii. Okay. So we're saying yeah, UK. And that, yeah, and that would be quite a flight from the right. UK as a yeah, vacation that's right. home, right? Yeah, right. You gotta go all the way over China or all the way over the United States. And so he uh he has this this wire instructions number two three flag is be the third flag. Yeah. And it says Airbnb host colon and it has the guy's name well i know that airbnb had said and remember we're new at this we've never done this before Mm -hmm. so we don't know what's going on airbnb had said you know you should always communicate through airbnb and pay through airbnb because they work like an escrow account you know they hold the money yeah there's there's some guarantees right so you get the keys and then there we are um well that definitely is not going to happen in this case no. I'm saying the the I the full price right now, you know, five thousand dollars for uh, nine days or whatever of 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 uh, 
going out to Hawaii. So, you know, everybody's kind of getting excited. Your sister's, your sister's getting excited. And, you know, it's a beautiful place. And I said, well, you know what? Let me check this out, okay, because I don't know what I'm doing. And anytime I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to do a lot of due diligence. Yeah. Especially when there's money involved. You know? Yeah. I mean, Wires to, yeah. to foreign countries. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I do a lot of due diligence is buying a $10 item at an estate sale sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so, you do. Uh, so anyway, uh, so I go on there and I, I, I type in is Airbnb scams. And what comes up is one of the sites is that basically how to spot Airbnb scams, such as they communicate with you outside of Airbnb. <laughs> one, yeah, number one. <laughs> Two, uh, they ask you to pay outside of Airbnb. <laughs> okay. Three, if you have a problem, what, what, well, actually what happened is, is that he had sent an email back to us that looked like the Airbnb site. It looked exactly like it. It had all the logos and everything, mm -hmm. same pictures and stuff like that. But he had a little thing in the bottom that said, if you need help, click this chat box. Oh, okay. Well, on the uh, when I did my due diligence, it said Airbnb does not have a chat box. Oh, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, so... I mean, this guy struck out on the first one. I mean, I just, you know, basically, <laughs> I didn't need three strikes. But I'm really interested now. Now, all of a sudden, another kind of part of my personality comes out like, okay, I know this guy's a fraud. What can I really do to screw this guy over? Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm really thinking, okay, can I lead this guy? Because then the, the next morning he says, hey, I got somebody else who wants to book this. You know, I'm going to put it back online. You the know? classic, oh, yeah. yeah, there's plenty of people waiting. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to write him back. To, oh, no, please don't book it. Oh, my gosh, I got to write him. I got to transfer money. You know, like, like, I just want to lead this guy on. But I was hoping, I mean, there's no reason to do that, just to waste time. I reported them to Airbnb and thought that, well, if I send them a copy of this link page and supposedly his name, but it could not be his name. It could be just a fraudulent name uh, on this yeah. Barclays account. Maybe, and I think Airbnb may even be uh, based in the UK, maybe they can contact the bank and maybe get things in the motion and nab this guy. You know, mm -hmm. so that would be pretty cool, you know. But, you know, I contact Airbnb. You get, a, you get a gold star from Interpol. Oh, yeah, there we go. I'd rather get it from Scotland Yard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you know, it's this thing about the hat. Sherlock That's Walton. a golden thistle that they give you, actually. <laughs> Ouch. It's the symbol of Scotland. Uh, oh, yes, you're the right. natural flower of Scotland. Yes. So anyway, the um, uh, so, so we, we had, uh, you know, this guy communicating with us, but then we just kind of cut it off because basically Airbnb said, you know, they got back to me on this after a day or two, you know. Oh, don't communicate with anymore. Don't send me information. You know, they could get into your computer and stuff like that. So I just said, okay. And, you know, they start giving us advice on how to spot um, fraud. They had very little of that on the site for of people. Of course they didn't. Yeah, isn't it's that ridiculous? To, to, to acknowledge that fraud occurs at all on their site is, is um, you know, might display some culpability, legally speaking, right? Yes, yeah. And so I was not happy about that. So they also sent me, after they sent me the, the email that says, okay, this is what you shouldn't do and like that. Thank you for reporting this. They then sent an e another email the day after saying, okay, so how do we do when we responded back to? You know, one of those quality control things. Yeah. I am going to send them a reply with a link to this podcast. 
Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to say, you may not want to hear this. <laughs> so, uh, and I've sent leaks to our podcast to lots of different people uh, over time that it actually worked out well because it basically it says everything I want to, you know, we want to say in 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> so anyway, um, stick with us. We're going to go through a bunch of tips on how to spot uh, these fraudulent uh, Airbnb and other sites so that you don't lose your thousands of dollars and ruin your vacation. We're back talking about the kinds of things you can notice uh, that are, mean that you're about to be scammed when uh, using Airbnb or another site. And the first and easiest thing that we've always talked about in various um, scam podcasts that we've done is the smell test. If it seems like it's too good to be true compared to other similar rentals, maybe you're getting something for seemingly half price or, or extra bedrooms for less money, um, it's probably a scam. So it's good to go with your gut feelings uh, and use the smell test if something seems fishy. And uh, the good thing about sites like this is that there's always more listings. So you can, if something seems fishy, there's plenty of other fish in the sea, blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's not just because we're talking about uh, Hawaii. But <laughs> the second can't, can't wait though. Oh yeah, right. I'm gonna uh, have some sushi. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah, we'll be in the fish area. In fact, the one place we're looking at on the north shore of Maui is right next is in, to is in a fish rendering plant. Almost, it's <laughs> it's down the street from a world class fish restaurant. Oh great, that's exciting. Yeah, called Mamas or something. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, so you know, we kind of looked it up. So it's kind of neat. The second thing is check the site and see if reviews are only allowed by actual renters. Now, this is the thing that really kind of upset me with Airbnb because the one that we were looking at had four uh, references. They had four comments saying, oh, wonderful time, something like that. Now, if this is a scam, which it was, mm -hmm. nobody's renting. So basically, I went to the Airbnb site, and I checked on how to do reviews and things like that. And what they said there was, quote, the only way you can write a reference for someone else in Airbnb community is in response to a reference request. You can't proactively leave a reference for someone. So basically, I'm a, let's say I'm a scam artist. I want a reference, all right, on this mm -hmm. non-existing property. Mm -hmm. I email you. And I say, go on the Airbnb site and give me a reference. You know, I guess I have to do it through Airbnb. Well, the thing, you don't even need to do that. There doesn't even need to be a second person. There just needs to be a second email. Yes, right, right. That would work too. So I think this is a, a, a giant flaw because I went to other sites uh, that are booking places. And they said, you can only leave a review if you have been a patron of the place. Yeah. That's that seems like the sensical way to do it. Right. And they have all that information because you paid for it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's there. Mm -hmm. So it seems that it, it just doesn't work. So that's the second one. The next thing is um, what a good idea when looking at online profiles uh, generally, whether it's on Yelp or, or, or on Facebook, someone friending you is uh, to make sure people have completed their online profile. Um, because that shows more, that they're more likely to be a real person. Mm -hmm. So um, Airbnb uh, can attach to Facebook. Is that correct? Yes. 
So, um, and and uh, assumedly a, a lot of the other social media sites. So, if someone has their um, Facebook connected to it, you're more likely to be able to see if it's a real person. Look, Facebook is only a couple pictures, and that's it. Then maybe it's not a real person. Somebody made it. The third thing to think about is that a lot of these sites allow people to attach social media profiles. And this can be important because you can check sort of to see that someone's a real person. Um, make sure that they have all their profiles uh, filled out, both on the site, whether it's Airbnb, and on their social media that's attached. Um, and make sure never to correspond outside of the site's communication platform, as uh, the guy tried to get you to do, yeah. Dad. Um <laughs> If they ask you to email them, especially using a Gmail account uh, that seems similar to what the uh, like Airbnb account should be, but it's from Gmail, um, it's probably a scam. Uh, one Airbnb had this request. Um, specifically, the site says not to uh, respond to people outside of the site. But one Airbnb listing that we saw had the request to respond outside the site on email as a screenshot photo, like one of the pictures of the house, uh -huh. uh, which is not only against Airbnb policies, um, but uh, kind of indicates the person wants to circumvent the protections that the site has put in. The fourth point, which is the most important, and it's something that you always have in any kind of situation, whether it's eBay, you're buying goods, or if you are renting a house, is that never, never, ever pay outside the uh, program that you're using. So if you're using eBay or if you're using Airbnb, do not wire money separately. Uh, so if the host asks you to send money directly to them, it's a scam. You know, yeah. They're asking you to um, uh, you know, s send the money over by wire or by uh, Western uh, Union or MoneyGram or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's a scam. And when you're doing things like that, um, if you do that outside of Airbnb and outside of eBay and different things online, what's happening is you are voiding your insurance policy. So if there is fraud that's happening, um, Airbnb is not going to stand behind it because you went outside. Yeah, their... you're trying to circumvent them so they couldn't get their cut. Right. Another thing that these sites have is they allow you to pay by credit card. And credit cards also are another level of protection for you because if there's credit card fraud, the credit company will stand in your place to get your money back. Uh, the next thing to think about, if you feel something's a little fishy um, with uh, some sort of listing, when you're communicating with the person uh, who has the listing, ask specific questions that require specific answers, um, like how safe is the neighborhood, is there adequate plumbing, how close is it to the airport, uh, et cetera, things like that. Or even uh, looking on Google at the actual address to see if it matches the pictures they said. It's good if you feel something's a little fishy to uh, have uh, questions that you can Google the answers to and see if the person actually answers them correctly. Another thing you can do is get the address. Get the yeah. address and go to Google Earth. I just did this with the one that we're looking to book. And mm -hmm. um, it gave me an idea of what the whole area is like. But it showed mm -hmm. me, man, this thing is like old Hawaii. I mean, it it's really looks like a, it's not like the big hotels. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a separate structure, and it's a, it's it's surrounded by veg thick vegetation. It was really Yeah, not cool. only is it going to help you 
understand if the person's telling the truth. It's I, I've taken a lot of uh, I call them Google vacations where I'll you know before I think of going somewhere I'll walk around the area and see the views and see if it's a if it seems walkable to other places. Yeah, so it's it's really good to use all these different kind of tools. Uh, you have to be really careful when linking to things or following links to things because that's a, a common way that you'll get to fraudulent sites. So if you're looking uh, at uh, hotels or what have you and it's it's not uh, hotels.com, it's hoteldiscountrentals.com, it's probably a scam. They're going to have a lot of the same iconography just like the person did on that email they sent you. But uh, always, always look at your address bar, which is very old-fashioned. But um, if you don't have access to a site like Airbnb, Airbnb at the place and it has some similar name, it's often a fraud. The last point we want to give you is if you think a site is fraudulent and you're on Airbnb, there's a little flag in the right-hand corner on the bottom. Click that. And what that does is it puts Airbnb on alert to investigate it. Now, I don't know how well they investigate these things. You know, they yeah. kind of look at them and say, hey, it's fraudulent. We'll take it off. But then as we just saw, it yeah, popped back on. Yeah, just a new one will crop back up. It popped back on. That really, uh, you know, just showed me they didn't really doing, are not doing a good job of vetting these, these people. But it, does, it doesn't take any time to click that report flag. So right. consider it your, your good uh, deed for that hour. You're listening to Improv Inc. Business, where personal business finance take a front row seat. We'd like to thank our sponsor today, Rick E. Norris and Accountancy Corporation, for helping support the show. And if you have any emails or questions that you want to send us, as other people have been sending them in, uh, send them to rick at improvingbusiness.com. That's improv with a hyphen, ingbusiness.com. Now's the time in our show for our tax tales. Tax tales, tax tales, tax tales, tax tales, tax tales. Tax tales, a woo. And today's tax tale uh, is about when we traveled to Costa Rica 10 years ago. Um, uh, since we're talking about travel, um, there's, there's a very interesting thing that we uh, were surprised with when we were leaving the airport. At least uh, my parents were. I don't <laughs> think I was, <laughs> I was paying attention to the bills at the time. Um, but uh, basically they had a $29 U.S. departure tax that you had to pay basically uh, to get out of the country, right? I called it ransom. Yeah, it's like, it's like $29 <laughs> ransom. Um, but uh, – you have to pay it before you check in or they won't let you check in too. Um, and yeah, it, it, it did seem like a little bit of a shakedown. Um, but fortunately, um, airlines that go to and from Costa Rica knew that this was a thing and the tax is scheduled to be included in the airline ticket. So they sort of take that um, out, of, out, of your, out of your worry box, as it were. Um, and specifically, this tax was scheduled to be included in the ticket by December 2014, then January 2015, March 2015, and then 2016. And now hopefully uh, in 2017. <laughs> Costa Rica for you. <laughs> I know, right? It was going to be included in the ticket price sometime in the next four years. Um, however, the price that we quoted you might go up uh, $4 to support support the Costa Rican Olympic team. Oh, right. The bobsled team. Yeah, for team. this year's Olympics. Uh, another, they're going to compete against Jamaica. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, the Costa Rica actually has hills, so. Oh, yeah, okay, that helps, yeah. It, uh, you know, I didn't tell you that when we were in Costa Rica, and, you know, they said we had to pay this 
$29 a, a you know, person. I, I looked at my wallet and, um, and I turned to you guys. I said, okay, I'm short one person. Do I have any volunteers? <laughs> <laughs> I would have stayed. I loved it there. Yeah, it was fun. All the sloths and wh- whatever that delicious sauce was that they had. They had um, they're, they're like the condiment. I think I bought a tu- I bought a tub of it to take it back with me. I think we might put that video uh, on our website someday of you guys playing with that sloth that was hanging upside down from the tree oh about gosh. six inches so, from your face. So cute. Now is the time of our show and it's our takeaways where we tell you what specific steps you can take to implement what we've been talking about the podcast. The first thing is use your gut feeling. And I hate to sound sexist in this, guys, but sometimes our wives really have good intuition. And if they're telling you this doesn't feel right, don't argue. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Number two, uh, don't ever correspond or pay outside of Airbnb. Rookie mistake um, or any other vacation site. Um, Don't be fooled by their copycat site. If you look at the website, it looks similar and it has a different um, address. It's 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 a scam. It's totally 100% a scam. Uh, if it isn't Airbnb.com, it's fake. Uh, the next thing is get the address and go on Google Earth and see if the property looks like the same property, same neighborhood. How does the neighborhood look? And yeah, I, th- make notes. I think when you looked, it was they were they were missing a whole uh, pools. <laughs> they the didn't pools have look weird. Yeah, we couldn't figure. Well, maybe they remodeled. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Is you want to go somewhere, you'll you'll actually you'll you'll rationalize. It's yeah. terrible. You get into this it's, emotional state. Well, maybe they remodeled. Maybe well, they well, added two stories on it. That's right. That's and right. added tools. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, here's a, an easy tip. If you're using Airbnb uh, and you're on a site that has a chat box that claims it's Airbnb, it is an Airbnb because Airbnb doesn't have a chat box. Maybe they will someday. Maybe <laughs> they will. Our whole podcast goes down the tubes. <laughs> exactly. It, they'll sue us out of existence. That's right. <laughs> How dare you misrepresent us? That's right. And the last uh, takeaway is check the site to see if reviews are only by actual renters. And yeah. one of the sites, I'll, it may have been the TripAdvisor site, they only allowed reviews by people that actually rented a place. But as we said, from Airbnb, this fraudulent site had four reviews, and we knew people were not renting that place. Yeah, exactly. Someone was just setting up another four or five emails and, and writing these reviews so uh, and transferring money to and from their own account. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Now we have an email question from one of our listeners. This comes from Lynn. Um, she said, I'm not an accountant, and I don't understand currency conversion. What can I do to help me know what I am paying? Well, first of all, Lynn, I have no idea why you're not an accountant. I mean, yeah. one of the greatest jobs in the world. It's all numbers. <laughs> Little bias. <laughs> Slight bias. Uh, I'm sure there's a survey. Uh, but anyway, if you're traveling, uh, it's very simple. Uh, get your phone. Get a nap. Currency converter. Uh, I've used this for years. The one I'm using right now is Oanda, O-A-N-D-A. And uh, it's a converter, and it's for all the currencies in the world, at least all the major currencies. I'm, there may be something in <laughs> some place in the middle of nowhere that has their own currency, wooden nickels or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it's great because it gives you the up-to-date currency conversion, and you can kind of figure this whole thing out and know how much you're spending. So it's really important because you really don't want to be blind and find out that uh, you just spent a lot more money than you anticipated. Well- and also, don't forget, there will be a fee for converting the currency in general. So uh-huh. if yeah. you're changing over your money, you're going to lose a little bit of that um, percentage. And they should have that marked clearly 
uh, at least in the United States, that's the case. They have to mark. They have to mark how much they're taking out. Right well, on your bank statements, your square card statements, things like that. Mm-hmm. They they see yeah, after the paying on card. Mm-hmm. If there's one moral to take away from today's show, it's that when booking a vacation, use your head. Make it a financial decision, not an emotional one. That's all we have for today's show. Tune in next week when we'll be talking about the latest on strategic planning. But until then, I'm Brandon. This is Rick. Have a nice day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Our music for this podcast was composed and produced by Devin S. Norris. If you like what you hear and would like to have custom music for any of your projects, contact him at devinsnorris.com. 